What's up, y'all? It's your boy David with Blackwell Renaissance, and I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Welcome to the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast, the podcast dedicated to normalizing black wealth and sharing helpful tools and resources that we believe will be useful for attaining and maintaining generational wealth. I am your host, David Bellard one of the creators of Black World Renaissance, and I'm here with the rest of the creators of Black World Renaissance, and we just want to kind of kick off the podcast, kind of announce it, and let people know who we are and why we're doing this. So I'll let the other guys talk for a bit, introduce themselves. Kelly Rhodes, one of the creators of the podcast. Um, I really joined Black World Renaissance in the early stages around June, December, January, um, really wanted to just try to create a, a focal point or a page that helps black people uh, generate some type of wealth and, and maintain the wealth um, and then create a source for it. But, um, Jared, you want to go? Yeah. Um, <laughs> my name is Jared Spillett. Uh, also, another creator of the, the page and the podcast. Um, uh, we made Blackwell's Renaissance because, well, first it, it started as an idea. We kind of talked about it and wanted to share this knowledge and these ideas. And uh, one day, David contacted me and told me just start, you know, just send it out or start making the page and you know start making the emails, stuff like that. And I, you know, went ahead and made it. And uh, a little bit later, here we are getting ready to start our first episode and talk about a lot of things that we really wanted to get the knowledge out there because uh, as far as the genuine purpose of the page, it started as a lot of knowledge that we just didn't have access to starting out and that we wish we had known a lot earlier. And so that's the purpose. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Jalen. I'm not really a creator, but I'm on here with uh, my guys. Um... I kind of got in with David and everything from him being my real estate partner and a best friend for a long time. So I'm going to just be here on the podcast, uh, be more involved in like marketing and everything too. So I'm just honored and humbled to be able to be a part of this. And I'm David. Uh, one of the, like I said, one of the creators, man. And Jared summed it up real well the whole reason kind of why we got into this it was just like one of those things me Jared and Kelly were roommates in college and we always would sit there and have these conversations about like a lot of different things and it seemed like after we got out of college and we entered the workforce and like 
started getting into different different fields, we started seeing the other side of a lot of things and started realizing that there's a lot of information out there that we weren't taught and that schools won't teach you. So that's that's a big reason why we wanted to do this. And for me personally, a big thing, and I'm pretty sure it's for everybody in here, is, is the youth. We want to like affect the youth in a positive way and show them like, I mean, we're just 23 and 24, 22 actually, and 24 year olds. Like we, we're just learning this stuff, but this is knowledge that's out there and it's useful, it's beneficial, it can help change your future just by going out and learning it. But yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about the why, but we never really got into the who, guys. Like, we never really told them who we are. So, like, I guess I'll pop it off, you know. David Bellard, uh, I am from Lawtel, Louisiana. I'm from the country, y'all. Been a country boy my whole life, uh, Went to Louisiana Tech, graduated in biology in 2017, in November 2017. And since then, I've been working as an EMT. Uh, I had my awakening to financial literacy. And I can actually remember the exact month. It was April of 2018, after Jared had gave us the book, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. I finally went ahead and read it. It was while I was in school for my EMT class. And... Like the knowledge just flipped the way I thought on my head. Like I just went from thinking about money one way to a completely different way. And since then it's just been like uphill. Like we've just been going going with it because this financial literacy is something that's important to me. And yeah. But Kells. Alright, man. I'm Kelly Rose from Fort Worth, Texas, man. Born and raised. Um, graduated from Louisiana Tech University, same as Brumman, November 2017. Um, as soon as I graduated, didn't know what to do, applied uh, for a couple jobs. Uh, got actually a job offer with my, from my father uh, to work in the oil field industry. I've uh, been working out there for about a year and a half now, man. And uh, in the beginning, you know, in the oil field industry, you know you make a lot of money. Um, the biggest thing is, man, trying to understand how to keep it. Um, there's plenty of things to waste it on. And so I, my focus was trying to figure out how to keep it and how do I make more of it. Um, uh, Jared introduced me to the Rich Dad Poor Dad series. And, uh, man, I, after reading that book, I just wanted more knowledge. Um, and so started to read more. All right, talking to these guys about it. And well, here we are, you know, I'm just the book. trying to gain more knowledge on it. Gain it and spread it. Yeah, man. Each one, teach one. Jared? All right, Jared. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, Schooler, uh, originally born in Richardson, Texas, and then grew up from basically from Ruston, Louisiana. Yeah, just say so you're from oh. Ruston, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they always give me that. Um, let me see. Uh, graduated from Louisiana Tech University. Um, I was a late bloomer. I don't know how to everything. <laughs> I, I graduated August of And, um, let me see what else. I originally got, I guess, got my awakening to financial literacy. Uh, I was scrolling on Instagram late one night, and uh, I had a fraternity brother from Jackson State University uh, that had posted uh, his name's Henry. 
and he had posted it and uh, said like if anybody needed a book to read, he had a good you know PDF. Um, so check it out or whatever. And I was just I had been thinking about getting back into reading a little bit more anyway, and so I contacted him and told him, you know forward me the book. I sent him my email, and then. Uh, it was Rich Dad Poor Dad. I had never heard of the book before, but it seemed like it was gonna be a pretty decent read. So I gave it a try, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is different. This completely changed the way I thought about a lot of stuff." And so I got it in front of all of my friends that I could get to read it, and I was like, "Hey, read this. This is really important. It, it, it changed a lot of things the way I thought about some things." So uh, they they checked it out, and fast forward a few months. Uh, I guess kind of giving an update uh, again still the late bummer I graduated uh, August 2018 after that I uh, went in I was a freight broker in Houston Texas for a little while Um, didn't really like that job too much and now I'm in school to be a freight conductor in Vancouver Washington so uh, yeah I think that's everything for me because he moves the freight. <laughs> he likes freight, guys, if you can't tell. Yeah, I like freight. <laughs> I like moving freight. It's a big industry, big industry. That's something we're definitely going to talk about later. But Jalen? Uh, my, who I am, I'm Jalen Clark. Uh, I'm from Opelousas, Louisiana. I went to Northwestern State University. Uh, the way I'm connected to these guys, once again, is because of David. We went to the same middle school, and ever since then, we were, like, best friends. Jared, he's my frat brother. Um, and once I met like Kelly and just Jared through David, we just we hit it off and it was pretty good. But uh, whenever uh, I came into the awakening for financial literacy, it was a little bit later than these guys. Um, I had moved to Dallas after school. I graduated in December uh, 2017. I moved to Dallas right after I uh, graduated. I was selling cars and stuff. But uh, I always felt like there was a little bit more that I could be doing and stuff. And things didn't work out in Dallas, so I had ended up moving back home. Uh, I only stayed in Dallas from January to May. Then after that, I ended up moving back home at the end of May, beginning of July. And um, I was just in a place where I was just like, man, I don't know what's going on in life. I was just like very uncertain and stuff. And um, I ended up talking to David and he kind of told me about wholesaling. I hadn't read Rich Dad, Poor Dad yet, but he told me about wholesaling and then I just started, you know, diving in, stepping my feet in that water and start looking into it. Then me and him, we just was like, you know what? We just going to do it. We just going to start our little wholesaling thing. And then after that, he told me about the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And um, I'm not going to lie. I didn't. It took me a little while to read it. I really didn't read it, I think, until about August. But after I read it, like they said, man, it just changed my whole mindset, the way I thought about money. And it kind of really just solidified some beliefs that I had in myself, too, Um, such as I always knew that I didn't want to be the person to work for money. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur and be my own boss. And um, that book kind of just solidified that for me. So after I read it, it was just like it was life changing. It was like eye-opening so that's really where I got my start and everything um and currently I do work at Sterling Kia um I'm working in the parts department and we got our real estate business on the side man but that's what I do and that's who I am can't forget about that real estate business man we've been at it for a few months now still haven't gotten our first deal but we keep pushing 
actually went driving for dollars today, found 30 leads, so we're gonna work those, keep it moving. Because financial literacy and this financial freedom thing, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. There's no such thing as getting rich quick. And that's one of the the biggest things that we want to impart. Because while we may not be where we want to be right now in life, we've studied those people who are where we want to be. We understand what it takes from their experiences and things like that. So we, we we know that the information that we possess and the things that we it's all it's, it's tried and true principles honestly yeah pretty much it's like I'm uh, Jared you read Think and Grow Rich didn't you as well yeah I did and like a lot of the principles in that book I feel like touch bases with a lot of the principles of success like you gotta be persistent you gotta live on less you gotta save your money and invest, like things like that. Just, just things that people do with money, because money is a is more of a. It's a tool. It's a tool. And a lot of people don't look at it as a tool. Yeah. They just look at it as, hey, I just use this to get what I need, and I'm gonna make some more. They listen to like rappers and stuff, be like, "F it, I'll blow a bag, I get it back." Yeah. But how are you getting that back? How much of your time is it taking for you to get it back? True. One one big thing I like from that book, plan for tomorrow. You know, make sure that, and, and that's where a lot of people like, feel like get messed up with money. They'll spend it today like there is no tomorrow. But if you always, you know, one big theme of the book was being able to see your way out of the current situation that you're in. Like, know that success and know that better times will come. So therefore, if you plan for them and if you're prepared for them, then you'll be able to be ready to take advantage of it when they happen. So if you apply that even to finances and uh, just as success in general, if you're getting ready for this, if you're already budgeting and planning and properly moving your money around, when it's time to for you to invest or it comes for you to uh, buy something that's going to be a huge asset for you, you already have the funds for that because you plan for tomorrow. You plan for tomorrow. Thanks. Just kind of wrapping in one of those things I learned from the book because that is a really good book too. So I'm glad you mentioned uh, budgeting because that's uh, to me that's going to be the first step to anybody. Yeah, trying to build budget. wealth or at least trying to maintain it, man. It's just you have to create a budget. You got to figure out where your expenses are, and what your revenue is, man. You got to figure that stuff out. Right. Definitely. If you don't know where your money going, you're just, it's gonna go everywhere. Kind of like that old saying: like if you don't stand for anything, something you'll fall for anything. Pretty much. Same thing with your money. If you don't know where it's going, you'll spend it anywhere. And I'm not gonna lie: like I just started budgeting at the beginning of the year. Like I really started taking budgeting serious, and I've saved up enough. I've saved up more money than what I was doing like last year. Like it's crazy, just from. Just paying attention to little things or telling myself, hey, I don't need that right now. Or you're about to go over what you can spend in this area of your life or whatever. It, it, it definitely takes you further and it helps you get ahead. Yeah, I like to talk about budgeting a little bit more too. Because like budget is one of those things people think is like really hard and it's actually not. It's not. Like you just, you're really just keeping track of where you spend your money. Like, 
it's not math because whenever you talk about like math and stuff like that budget of people think math is like oh man I gotta yeah. do all this complicated all right, math they think it's accounting or something <laughs> yeah, like, like that. I gotta be an accountant like my partner on the truck asked me that she was like oh how you know how to make your budget are you an accountant or something no it's not that hard it's just one of those things you're just keeping track of your expenses it's like holding yourself accountable or something. yeah self-discipline and a whole bunch of tediousness that's really yeah. what it is it's tedious and self you just gotta be self-disciplined Kelly, how do you how do you budget? Uh, for me to start off, it was writing down. So I do not tell anybody. You need to write down on your right. So get a grab piece of paper, split it down the middle. So just add either with a pen or you can rip it. Doesn't matter. And write on one side. You got to list all your expenses. So rent, uh, bills. You got groceries. If you watch TV, you got t- cable bill, internet bill, whatever. Then on the left side or the other side, make sure you put your income strip. So if it's just a, you only got a job and that's it, well, make sure you list that. Or if you got side hustles or whatever, make you make sure you list that. So you want to figure out what's either are you bringing in income or is your expenses too much? You got to figure that part out. Um, and then from there, you need to figure out what can I cut out. So if I'm in the hole, two hundred dollars, I notice, damn, I only got. Uh, $200 to spend I need to cut out something Cut out that cable bill If it's a bill, bill Or it's, it's a Hey I can maybe You know what for, I can I can do without the cable today Well I can do without the cable For the next couple cut months Cut the core or, Is the biggest You know Or I can I can change what I'm eating Eating out this Let me Let me only eat out $100 a month You know yeah. Stuff like that uh, And that's To me that's just the beginning Ramen stuff, noodle so. it out <laughs> Hey Live <laughs> If all my people that have been to college, you know the struggle. Live like you were in college. Yeah, that's the biggest. I think that's one of the bigger things, man. Especially while you're young, live like you're in college. Just like how you were broke in college and barely had enough to do this, that, and the third. Keep that same energy. Yeah. And save what's left over. And even for those people that, that didn't go to school, and you know those... Uh, older people that, that they live very uh, <laughs> they live very frugally try to imitate how they do it don't be ashamed to, to go check out the sales paper see what's on sale try to stock up on things uh, and be cheap when you're buying your groceries make sure that you're you know counting your dollars and cents so that you can save that money and reapply it in other areas gotta be able to save that money and reapply it and the biggest thing honestly like uh, I know it kind of got touched on today with like credit cards like a lot of people misunderstand credit so a lot of people have a lot of consumer debt if you're a person with a lot of consumer debt I recommend that you focus on paying off debt before you try to start investing it's, uh, I'm sure we're gonna, we're gonna talk about most of that stuff like, I think I'm sure we're gonna have credit cards and debt I mean it goes hand in hand and, and it's a huge topic there's different all kind of different tools yeah, I feel like, this um, like but a, and it's a huge yeah, huge topic so I'm sure we're going to have different episodes on it but yeah like I, like Brooklyn said I think it's huge that we focus on the debt focus on paying off that debt because you're what it, what, I mean, once you pay off that debt you will be uh, in the positive you don't want to go through your expenses and all your debt and be negative in, the, uh, in your net income man Exactly. Like that's like having an investment. Like if you one of those Bitcoin people who are lucky to actually come up off of Bitcoin, 
and you were 20 bands in the hole and you made eight like 18 bands off of Bitcoin, you still left two bands in the hole. Like you'd have been better served just paying off your debt at the time, in my opinion. Some people think it's better to invest while indebted. I, I don't think so. I think yeah. that because really, whenever you're investing in debt, the money you're making off investing is for somebody else. You can't even enjoy the spoils of like. I think you need to touch on uh, a lot of you black people that are young. You know, they're like, hey man, I want to. You know, I'm young. I want to live free. I want to go hang out. I want to party. You know that, and it's good to do those things. But you gotta understand that you're. Saving for now so you can live like you want to later. Hey, I'm glad you touched it, on that, that P word. That P word. Yeah. That party, man. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. Partying will. That's a good way to go broke. That'll bust your pockets. With man, I am not gonna lie. I spent some money partying, bro. Go I think we, me and, me and uh, David was talking about this earlier. Uh, about how much money we would have had if we would have done different things differently in college. You know, same thing with, with, with us too, Jerry. Like, think about how we would have changed things in college. We would have to save the money that we were using on other things. Refund checks, man! I'd have been making some money off of some refund checks. I blow, I blew some refund checks. We ain't even gonna get into the times at the zoo in the bag that was missed. But, like we, we not even gonna get into all that because I get a little sentimental. Yeah. But and and also one thing I wanted to add to that. It's also that like we're not saying not to have fun. You know, people still still have fun. Yeah. Still go do things. Still enjoy your your experience. Just make sure that you do it all within reason and you do it all within the budget. Amen. That's we're, the biggest we're, thing. We're about when you go out and you only plan to spend. You knew you really only had a hundred dollars to last you for a week, and you went out that weekend and you knew you were only supposed to spend twenty dollars. Really, you weren't even supposed to be going out. But then you went out and, you know, somebody bought a bottle. You saw a few people you wanted to buy some shots for, a drink for, or something. And next thing you know, you came home and your tab was $50. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. You can't be, well, if you make a budget, you have to stick to it. And that way you can make sure that you're only spending as much as you allocate towards fun. Y'all got anything else, guys? Nah, I think we can go <clears throat> more into budgeting on, on a different episode. Yeah. Talk about oh. techniques. How to budget and things, ways to not overspend on your budget. I know different, we could talk different about different techniques we could have. I know one we could talk about like, the importance of taking action. That's like one of the things to touch on. Yeah, it's like because that's one of the, the cornerstones of what we got going on. Don't talk about it. Be, Be about, about it. it. Be about it. That's a whole episode in itself. But taking action, like just the importance of it. Cause that I mean, taking action has gotten us to where we are. Imperfect action will take you further than just talking about it and perfecting the plan. Amen. I promise you, Jared. How how did we end up starting this again? <laughs> Imperfect action. You told me, hey, go ahead and just start that stuff. Make the email, make the page, and I said, you know what? Yeah, I got it, and I just want to knock it out. And here we are, twenty five thousand followers later. Uh, website on the way, big things in the works like merchandise on the way, merchandise on the way, podcasts on the way. Crazy, got some events in the 10x all year. I just want y'all to keep that concept in mind. 10x, 
Massive thoughts require massive action. What came about the name of Black World Renaissance? Okay, so as far as the name, Jerry, and interject at any point. Uh, honestly, I think it was us getting hip to like this wave of Black people that are they're understanding it because it is a movement right now, whether people want to acknowledge it or not, because it's like the other side of the internet but it's a movement and black people are moving toward financial education and group economics we're understanding it more it's like something that that we can see we're seeing people on the internet and that is our focus we're focused on building the black community we're not worried about like reasons why we can't more focused on ways we're going to make this work and it just like it, it seemed something like a renaissance like it was a, a changing of the guard like the the way black people are operating in america is changing and i think that was kind of a big a big reason why the name black wealth renaissance came to be what you got to add to that jared yeah i was just about to say i completely agree with that and the only thing that i would really add would just be that i, I think that we uh we both kind of had experience of being in a place where like both coming from Louisiana and coming from more rural areas where we didn't have as many uh, I guess investors to really just bounce our ideas and stuff off of or people who were thinking along the same way that we were thinking uh, we, we came up against a lot of opposition to the way that we thought and with that being said it just it it made it seem like we were going against the mainstream and we were going against what was popular idea. And within that, that kind of made it feel more like a renaissance, made it feel like we were, you know, kind of coming from a renegade point of view to where it's, it, we're, we're going against the, the norm. We're going against the, uh, the regular way that society tells us to do things. We're, we're, we're going about it a different way. And it just so happened to be the thing or the avenue that we were going down to articulate how we were doing things differently was was wealth and it was money and and so that based around also the fact that all the people that we were talking to that weren't knowing all the knowledge that we were knowing and they hadn't learned the ideals a lot of them were african-american and so that all linked up to make kind of we we were had a renaissance it was a black wealth renaissance and we were trying to educate black people about how to handle their their wealth and how to handle their money so that they could become more wealthy and so I, I feel like that also contributed to it too along with definitely a friend of ours that had said at one time that it was kind of like a black wealth renaissance going on he had said it and we we were just that name always kind of stuck with it along with the rest of the principles so I think we gonna go ahead and wrap this episode of the podcast up this little kind of not even really episode we call it episode zero not even the pilot it's just kind of introduction to who we are kind of things we want to talk about things that we're going to talk about uh we're going to dive deep on a lot of topics man we're going to really get into it uh big big one gonna be college yeah but uh y'all make sure y'all leave a rating uh subscribe leave a review if you like the podcast, preferably a five-star review. Try to get us out there. And uh, y'all be on the lookout for us. Anything to add, fellas? 
Nah, man. I, I mean, I, follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Blackwood Renaissance. Oh. Um, and if you have any businesses or anything that you need to market, make sure you contact the page at Blackwell Renaissance. Yep. There's going to be a Twitter and Facebook coming on the way, too. About to be on all platforms. Amen. Well, all right, family. Thanks for rocking with us. Peace. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. If you're a fan of authentic interviews with legendary artists and notable people in the culture, subscribe to the Holding Court Podcast. See, we a show that cover artist interviews, hip-hop culture, lifestyle, and current topics. Huh. We got the D-Boys and the B-Boys. See, HCP is where the streets and black excellence meet. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.